Have you enjoyed listening to travel and shit? Well, then consider becoming a subscriber. Beginning December 1st, you can support the work I've been doing to get you an episode each week and get exclusive access to all episodes one week early. Beginning December 1st, exclusive early access will be given to subscribers. I'd love to give you first listen. Consider supporting the show and becoming a subscriber. For more info, go to travelandshitpodcast.com slash subscribe. I made it around the world And came back with stories to tell Different places to call home Now I'm never on my own Dietations, to my people hitting foreign nations Food, travel and shit, moving to live Life in the sky, stories to give The ones who make it there and can make it back Salutations and shit, folks. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another. I froze up back to another episode of your favorite travel podcast, where I, your host, <laughs> Carrie, have an experiential conversation about the nuanced ways that travel intersects with regular life. That's one of those moments where if you fucking think about it, it won't make sense. And it's funny because one of my favorite D-liners, like a quote of mine is, if you don't think about it, it makes sense. And it doesn't make sense and that's the point but it's like when you dial a number if I like numbers that I know by heart sometimes if I think about the number and don't just dial the number then I fuck it up but welcome back (laughs) glad to have y'all here and if you're watching on the YouTubes which there'll be a link to such in the description box if you're not watching you can already see that I am not the only beautiful face I have a guest hello to my beautiful guest hi Jen Please introduce yourself. How are you doing? My name is Jen. Um, Jenny from the blog, Jenny from Cali. (laughs) And I'm the writer of um, the series Keep Calm, Bring It Carry On, and also the creator of Keep Calm, Bring It Carry On Therapeutic Mental Health Services for Travelers. I've got my copy here. I also, you know what I should have done? I should have grabbed my copy of keep calm bring your carry on from the fucking bookshelf yeah, outside yeah the original yes the og book the og <laughs> so speaking of the og book let's start there so this is now a series it's no longer a one-off book so first of all congratulations on that thank you thank you what was your origin story what brought you to keeping calm and focusing on a carry on my dear Oh, that is so clever. <laughs> I like the way you put Every that. once in a while. Well, the whole thing is like, although I was in a travel space, I always felt like I was a different person in the travel space. Like everybody's in a travel space, but everybody has their own lane, right? Mm-hmm. And for me, I was always in a mental health wellness space. And although I did mental health events, I knew that that was only going to carry on for so long. You know what I'm saying? I wanted something bigger and I wanted something that just wasn't in California. I wanted something that was global, worldwide. So as I was networking with other people, seeing what other people were doing, doing in the, especially in the Black travel space, just connecting with people and just, um, and mind you, this was pre-COVID and this was like kind of like before mental health became a sexy word, you know what I'm saying? But everybody was having issues. Everybody could relate. Everybody could relate how they use travel to, um, you know, keep their mental health sane, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And relate to that. So um, it just came about me just having conversations with people and like, hey, this is what I want to put out. I want to put out um, mental health awareness through travel and I want to do it on a global scale. How can I do that? I can do that with other tr- Black travel influencers telling their story about mental health and how they um, keep their mental health wellness, you know, through travel, but also through the things that they carry on in their carry-on bag. Because how I got the thing was just, you know, that whole something, keep calm, keep calm. But then I just came up with a catchy thing, like, okay, bring your carry-on. And the thing is, it's an analogy for, you know, when you bring your carry-on bag, you can have a whole bunch of bags, but the main bag that you need for your travels is your carry-on. That's the important shit that you cannot be lost. That's all Mm -hmm. your extra little feminine products, major stuff. That's the stuff that you need to point A to point, point B. That's the, the, if they try to make you check that shit in, you go batshit crazy. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I ain't checking that in. Like, nah, we be, this has to come with me. 
but this also analogy for the things that help keep you sane. This is like whether your spiritual your crystals, your Bible, your, your Quran, whatever, mm-hmm. um, incense, whatever you need to get to point A and point B, that's what you need through everyday life to help keep you sane. Whereas listening to podcasts and something spiritual, you know, being in nature, what are those things that you can carry with you throughout life that's going to help keep you um, maintain that mental sanity? So that's why I came up. Yeah, help keep you help keep you grounded, and everybody could relate to that. Okay, what do I put in my carry on? That is a must. You know what I'm saying? Um, And it's just an analogy for everyday living too. Okay, I also do this. I also do that. I gotta have this every day. I gotta have my tea. I gotta have the coffee. I gotta, you know, you know, whatever. I have to have these essential oils. You know what I'm saying? So that was the thing, and um, I think it was a great, it's a great opportunity because that's when everybody was kind of like. That was like kind of like I feel like the break of black travel influencers, yeah. up and coming, um, or already there. But mm-hmm. it was like I feel like that was the one moment that everybody got together on one accord to for one cause. And it was no ego tripping, everybody just loving each other, networking, and getting to know yeah. each other. There's plenty of people that became friends through that you know yeah and they're like oh what chapter are you oh, i'm this chapter like how you know like how you? and then also it it also brought business or made other people aware of what each person does you know what i'm right. saying in, in in the industry people didn't have no idea about each other and now people kind of really get to know knowing each other mm-hmm. and keep it in contact and stuff like that so i think it just created that very authentic open space around a, a specific cause that really affected black and brown people and people of color. So before you did the book, what did your experience and before, and I mean, before the first book, right? Before you did mm-hmm. the, um, the influencer directory, if you will, uh, mm-hmm. what was your travel experience? What about your travels what was in your carry-on? Like, where were you in your mental state that made you kind of say, you know what? I can't be the only person. There's got to be more. Like, um, how can so I bring- I was already doing my whole nonprofit thing anyway, on a, along with doing my group travels, because mm-hmm. my group, my little company was called Work and Play. Uh, you work yes. a little, then you play a lot. Um, but it was based off volunteer travel and wellness. And like, uh, with when we did our, uh, uh, I guess you could say, uh, volunteer work, we always did like play therapy and art therapy with the kids, which oh, was nice. very therapeutic for the, um, my clients that went on the, on the trips. So it was kind of like more of an extension of it. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that people on my trips, people wanted more. People wanted more than just travel, and you know, whenever people wanted to talk about certain things, had have issues that they wanted to talk about, family uh self-care or just um self-improvement um or just you know just things that they were going through at work you you're you're doing it was other layers of the issues of why we're on this trip you know what I'm saying yeah whether it be relationship jobs workplace trauma um anything because I noticed that a lot of people started uh, traveling solo because they just you know and but but meeting people there but it was reasons for this, just to get away, break away and, you know, recharge, rejuvenate, mm-hmm. um, reschedule the whole lives around, you know, charge up. Okay. We got a different, different game plan. Well, it's going to help me give, think of a different game plan when I come back to the States. I need to get away, get that, get that whole process going. So once I saw that, it was like, okay, other people are having the same thing, same issues. I want to talk about something, but can't. Uh, or don't feel like they can you know just the, it was pretty much just creating that open that dialogue okay here it is other people got some of the same stuff going on let's talk about it why are we really traveling <laughs> mm-hmm. I know I did um an episode with you years ago at this point um yeah I actually like did... book first the original came out yeah I actually did um, a spreadsheet, so I'll definitely put a link to that in the description box so that everybody can listen to that episode again if they haven't, well, if they already have. Um, but I know that I also did another episode. I don't remember what number. I'll link that one too. 
but using travel as an escape. One of the Mm -hmm. things that I noticed that I can't really say that I did it directly only because of the way my work schedule is set up. Like I can't just like disappear when I want to, like I have Mm -hmm. to request time and then the time will either get approved or denied. Um, But I realized that in a lot of the travels that I was taking, and it's not a bad thing. I'll start by saying Mm -hmm. that, but I felt like I was trying to run away in a sense, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense, where perfect sense. It was like, I'm on one hand, when I didn't think about it, no, the better way to say it is when I started to think about it, I realized that before that moment, I never really took too much time. I didn't take the opportunity, the gift of the space and distance from my regular life to look at what was going on or look at what I may have been trying to run away from or distance myself, Mm -hmm. ignore, forget about, kind of distract myself. At a certain time, I didn't really use a new environment, new experiences to really lean into that, right? Because now Mm -hmm. I know after discovering, if you will, and it wasn't like some, it wasn't anything deep. It just was like a moment in life. Every once in a while, you just have a moment in your life when you're just like, huh, I think I just grew up right there. I'm looking at this a little (laughs) bit differently. You know what I mean? It's just like- Yeah, no, exactly. And that's what it's about. I think it's pretty much exactly what you're saying. Like the first book was about awareness where you can get assistance from because the first book had all the podcasts about mental health, all the organizations about mental health. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about it, get the conversation going. And the second, um, the new- uh, keep calming and carry on the workbook and journal it's about processing your 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 journey now um the yeah. pre-anxiety the emotions that you're going through so like you said I think um like I said escapism is not bad uh, right. it's just when you're trying to do it all the time and you don't realize that there's no aha when there is no aha moments mm-hmm. and you're still coming back to the same same stuff and then when there's no change that's um, trying to get people out of that because now I feel like now that I'm in the more expat digital nomad space, um, one of the key issues um, that people are having is uh, like, just like people are trying to do the, the whole black sit, whatever you want to call it, leaving, whatever, but they're still having the same issues that they had in the States. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You still, you still have to deal with those issues that come up because different places that you go to are wherever you go, you can have triggers and those triggers can sometimes be very detrimental to your, to your mental health. You know what I'm saying? It can wherever really you go, wherever you go, you still bring yourself. Like you're part of that package. Like you don't get to escape yourself when you go someplace else. Right. So, and, and I don't care what people say, where you go, racism and mm-hmm. uh, what do you call it? Xenophobia or feminine stuff, yeah. whatever, gender, whatever is everywhere. You cannot yeah. escape. You cannot escape it. And sometimes it's worse there in other countries, and we don't realize that. And so, um, you definitely have to deal with a lot of your issues or know how to manage some things that you're going through. Like you're not gonna be able to get rid of everything, but as long as you know how to manage certain things, um, you know, and know how to help process it health, health, healthy in a healthy way or format, you know, mm-hmm. that's cool. But I think like people now realizing, especially with you know, doing post-COVID, everybody's just trying, definitely trying to get away and escape in just a different environment and things like that. Um, you're using travel. And so this time, you know, there's no features. Like I said, it's a journal workbook that helps you process your, your, um, your, your trip. <laughs> right. All the way from the pre-anxiety page, like the first pages, it goes over well, I'll tell you the first page. The first page is Wait, actually- before you get into the before you get into the book, though, back to oh. um, where you were mentioning that, you know, wherever you go, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to highlight back to wherever you go is you going. So what mm-hmm. I think you really hit on the nail with the or is it on the head? I think what you really hit on the head with this book is tapping into self. 
Because what I think people yeah. tend to forget when they go to new places is that they still bring their same perspective. And it's mm-hmm. going to take a conscious effort to let that perspective go or to shift the perspective, right? Yeah, so if you come, change your point of view, change your point of view, get you to look at different things differently. Yeah. And really like go within. Because um, sometimes you'll realize that, you know, you can go on this, it can be the, the, the different boat, but same shit. <laughs> same shit. Yeah. Because you go into things looking and processing a lot of the information that is new to you with the same set of eyes that you're used to looking at things, right? And Mm -hmm. a lot of times, you're right, somebody don't fuck with you off of something as simple as you are a woman, or you are a Black woman, or you are, you know, a woman of a certain age, or a certain size, whatever their Mm -hmm. um, reason for addressing or responding to you that has you second guessing what may be happening in your interaction you're not the only person in that situation so it's not that you know it's just you and how you see things but a big part of how your trips go a big part of how you're able to open yourself to new experiences especially um afforded to you with the opportunity of travel is based on your perspective and this workbook I was very happy to see one of my favorite parts without giving away like all of it was in was in the beginning first of all there is like a two-page list of emotions for me um Mm -hmm. very overwhelming so I just very quickly (laughs) went past uh that page um might I add just because it's a shit ton of like different things and I think it was overwhelming for me is because I tend to just feel my emotions but not like Mm -hmm. focus on them if that makes sense they get to the point for some people like me who sometimes or certain people who just can't get a when I talk to clients, when I do my assessments with them, sometimes they, they don't have the word for what they're feeling. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And sometimes they just need, sometimes you just need words in front of you. Like, oh yeah, that's what I'm feeling. I'm feeling that right there. Yeah. Yeah. You just have to be able to name it or identify it. Um, so yeah. huh, there's one, there are plenty of options, <laughs> plenty of options, yeah. <laughs> my, my mighty lengthy list, but especially the pre-trip anxiety page. I really, really like that page because I think a lot of times you think that once you've gotten past like your first trip or once you've gotten past like the, I'm afraid to take my first trip, you seeming sometimes can assume that you don't have pre-trip anxiety. But the way I looked at it was, Oh, so it doesn't have to be about a particular destination. It doesn't have to be about, I'm scared to go here because I've never been here, or I'm scared to go here because I don't speak this language. It doesn't have to just be that. Like, it can also be, what the fuck is going on with me now? It's Wednesday. I got a trip coming up on Friday night after work. What is going on right now that I may want to kind of look into with a new set of eyes? What are my current life problems? What are my current ills and shortcomings don't even have to be with anything about the trip it could be like exactly exactly when i get back did Mm -hmm. i forget this shit when i did i forget did i send that email like i don't know if i'm i'm not gonna be able to do this even bigger than emails even bigger than emails like just the okay i got this one co-worker that keeps getting buck in these emails and am i going to be me and respond the way I want to respond, or am I going to be professional me and bring it to HR and let them know, shorty got one more email, or what is it about, you know, the location? That's it. It could just be the location. I know one of my um, pre-trip anxieties from a past trip, and this was when I actually can identify really making my shift into more intentional travel is I went to uh, my trip to Thailand. I was deciding between a location in Brooklyn or Manhattan. And mm-hmm. I started in Manhattan, took a quick little transfer to Brooklyn for a little bit, liked it, but then I had the opportunity to go back to Manhattan. So it was kind of like, well, what do I do? And it was one of those things where 
at this point, it was going to be a relatively easy transition. But if I didn't take this opportunity, I knew that I would have had to then put the paperwork in, wait for a transfer, get approvals. It was going to be a little bit more. So this was like a shit or get off the pot kind of situation. So for Mm -hmm. me, it was like a bigger kind of stressful kind of, this was my pre-trip anxiety. I was on the, the cusp of having to make my decision. And I had a lot of different factors. Like, how do I like the staff at this location? What are my responsibilities at this location? What are the things that are potentially going to cause me, you know, professional difficulty in one Mm -hmm. space or the other? So I had this huge decision that I'd never had to make in my, you know, working history that I was now going to kind of be faced with in, um, well, not going to be faced with, like I had to make the decision, right? And I decided to use the trip as like, all right, I got a whole shit ton of temples. I'm going to go to a temple and you know kind of temple i'm going to pray the way i pray and that's another thing that i think people don't do enough of however you pray or however you channel or tap in with your hot your um your higher being your your space your whatever your spirituality is i do not believe that there is any place of worship or any place of faith where you cannot embrace that right if i'm in exactly. a temple i love i love I'm a folly pray. and silence for yep. for that for that exact reason and i think that's why i tell people like no i'm more spiritual than religious and i think i just got through listening to like a Oprah Winfrey thing on youtube or whatever it was just like it's not what when you talk about somebody's spiritual practice not what your religious practice your spiritual Correct. practice how what help what what do you practice that help keeps going to help keep you grounded Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it could be a whole couple of things. It could be, I get my morning tea, you know, I did this yeah. and meditation. Journal, you meditate, yeah. you meditate. whatever. It could be Yoga. a whole lot of things. It could be a whole bunch of practices. And so, um, you know, it's good to tap into that. And I think when you do that, that also helps with, I mean, it, it, even in the book, when you close them all, okay, what, what are you doing to balance break your trip down. What can you do better? What are you going to else are you going to do to tap into to that, to that mm-hmm. aspect? And I think people get a lot of that confused. Yeah. I like the, um, the guiding in that aspect that it doesn't necessarily, and it's, and it's twofold, right? Because on the one hand, you do have the, the free journaling space. I like the scribble mm-hmm. it out part because I also <laughs> sometimes don't like everything. I don't like lines in some instances. Sometimes I just want blank paper so that I can do a graph, Mm -hmm. so that I can do a diagram, so that I can doodle, what the fuck ever, right? But I also really enjoy the, the breakdown of everything just for the simple fact that it is guided. Mm -hmm. I have no problems with, no, that's a lie, a bold black ass lie. I was about to say, I don't have no problems with focusing. I absolutely do. (laughs) Um, because I have trouble focusing quite often, I need a fucking guide. Even if it is a loose guide, even if it is a, hey girl, so pick five things that you want to eat today. I don't know. It's like, if I get, this is another reason why I don't really fuck with um, Cheesecake Factory, not just because the floors is slippery as fuck, but just because I don't need 13 pages of options. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, I, and when I tell you, I would always get that Jamaican rain, mango something or whatever. I would yes. always fucking get that and because get I'm not point. opening the I book. I usually only stick to like my basic three, my, my lime, my kiwi lime cheesecake, my carrot cake cheesecake, and my red velvet cheesecake. I'm a but, cherry cheesecake. That's all I want. But, the, but, 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 but get back to your point. Because I am introvert, extrovert, and I and dealing with clients, I understand the need for like a light guided, but also a free mm-hmm. will. Let me do what I want to do because I'm that type of person. I'm I'm on a cusp. I want to be able to do what I want to do, but sometimes I need somebody to just tell me go here and mm-hmm. then do what you want to do. Yeah, so it's more like, of a. Go ahead. Um. No, I feel like that's what I needed. And I feel like maybe certain people have the same thing. Okay, let me do this. And then you can just do whatever you want to do. Do this and do what you want to do. And I wanted to, and it was hard because I didn't want to get carried away with so many pages because that's me um, being a perfectionist and anal. Like, okay, we got to, we can't have so many pages this time, Jen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can 
cannot have that many pages. We cannot make that mistake again. Um, I wanted to have that free flowing where people can, um, you know, just color outside the lines. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm a doodle person. I create. I'm I'm a creative, so I need space to just doodle and do whatever. A lot of my journals are me just writing everywhere. This, I don't. I have a journal where it's um, structured, and then I have my journals where I want to just want to be able to write and do what I'm gonna fucking yeah. wanna do. <laughs> Once I have um, a direction, once I have, like, once I get going, it opens up. So for me, that beginning guide, the prompts of this is what we're going to focus on. But once I get a focus, whether it be a rabbit hole, whether it be something completely different, now I've got like mm -hmm. a bigger, now I'm thinking I started micro and now I'm going macro. And that's what I really appreciate about there being the space to do either the blank page or the lined page. Because I have I was going to say another lie. I was going to say I have two different journals. I have like probably six different uh, journals in rotation right now, just because they kind of all have a different feel. Some of them are like a continuation of ideas I've had going from like 2013. Then I've got another right. one that is strictly, this is my journal. When I am stressed, this is where I'm going to go and write it out. This is like my personal dear diary journal. Then I have another journal right. that is just like, I'm going to throw this in my bag for three months at a time, never pick it up and then get home write things, ideas out, jot it out, but I need to go back. So, cause sometimes notes in my phone just isn't going to cut it, but those yeah. ideas where I have, I mean, those journals where I have my ideas, especially like my creative musings, I need charts. I need graphs. I need like, okay. So if I start here now, I need like, okay, what's, I don't know what the, the diagram with the line where you start with like something in the center, then you got the line here, the line here. I am good for those, man. I am so oh, good for those. Graph? No, like you have like an idea in the center and then you've got like, this, oh. like I guess like a spider graph, or like a web kind of thing. It's like, I, just the it's top, I know what you're talking about. Somebody else do too. Y'all know the word, but this is what I got the idea, I right? So yeah. that, I love those. Also, uh, pros and cons list. You know what I mean? Like when you're trying to make a tough decision, after you write down your pre-trip anxieties, after you go through, what have I done for the morning? What was my afternoon? What did I eat? That was also another really good gift um, someone bought me. I had an ex that boy. He was very thoughtful, very good gifts, very good gifts. Um, he had gotten a journal that was, how do you put it? It was um, like, doodle this, doodle that put the mm -hmm. put the coffee cup on the page here so that you can remember your moment having coffee it was a lot of like sporadic random prompts of things to mm -hmm. do during the day and kind of prompts for view things in this light or look for this you know particular animal if you're at a, I, don't, I don't remember all the details but i remember mm -hmm. that it was a very guided lots of prompts but for very creative things and that is something that i'm also seeing in this journal where it doesn't necessarily keep you in a bubble it allows you the space to kind of step out the bubble and i think that that is in large part because of your experiences with mental health and i know that you are mm -hmm. also a um, practitioner so what mm -hmm. is it that you are able to provide as um your services entail themselves up. so i'm a certified behavioral health mental health um mental health coach um but i also do um trauma yoga and um, crystal sound bath healing so i don't do therapy i do coaching but infused with like art therapy and um you know i go outside the box okay. what people don't understand is that um, if you are a, a, a frequent traveler outside the country, going different places, or even inside the country, or inside the United States, traveling period, um, the reason I prefer mental health coaching and doing all these other things, because number one, I feel like there's other, there's so many ways to skin a cat, right? And mm -hmm. not everybody wants traditional therapy, and then there's still also a stigma with traditional therapy. And I don't think traditional therapy works for everybody. You know, everybody has a different way. Don't get me wrong, I, I love therapy, but it just doesn't work for everybody. And I love being able to be flexible and I love being able to see different people and help different people and go outside that box. What you made, what you needed today is may not what you need next week. You see what I'm saying? So we're gonna do some sound bath healing. We're gonna do some other different type of meditation. Um, most therapists don't do that. <laughs> right. 
So to be clear, some- you're not a therapist. I'm, I'm not a therapist. I'm a behavioral mental health coach, but I will be having my yoga therapist. I will be a yoga therapist by the end of the year. Okay. <laughs> I will have okay. To that. And I am in the mental health phase as far as such as, you know, doing um, health psychology. I just don't have the therapist, the technical therapist thing mm-hmm. like that because I don't practice that. But I am in a mental health space. I am certified. I have all the credentials and all that other stuff. I just don't. Also, people need to realize um, if you're an expat digital nomad professional traveler, most therapists, because of the, the licensure and stuff like they're not able to see you because you have to be at a specific location. I didn't know that. You have to, people are, the therapists are licensed by state. Okay. And so unless you're going to some independent therapist where they can be anywhere and not a lot of independent therapists out there, they're just starting to break away from that so they can see, you know, do whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's why I prefer this. And Right now, there are not that many people who specialize with those who are expats, digital nomads, and professional travelers or or, uh, professionals in the travel space. So I feel like those are the services that I provide. That's my specialty um, because it takes a different type of person to relate to that. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? To that kind of to that kind of different that kind of lifestyle. But with that. Um, I also hold on one second. Um, so my the my company, I guess you could say, my practice is called is also called Keep Calm, Bring It, Carry On, and you know we're here to help you unpack. Uh, a lot of my specialties deals with anxiety and depression. Those who um, have anxiety, depression, do a medical condition, short term disability, uh, deal with grief and loss, workplace trauma. Um, stage of life changes, whether you're working on a retirement or just shifting, maybe doing a black sit or relocation adjustment. Um, because a lot of people feel like, you know, once they go to this place, something's going to be different. Things have changed. They think that issue is over and it's not. So a lot of times you may have a, a issues adjusting, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, just like, just like if you're having troubles adjusting to a new job, there's nothing different. If you go to a different state, go to a different country. It's the same thing, just adjusting. Uh, also having work-life balance, uh, like I said, medical-induced anxiety, depression, I deal with active military, and I also deal with those who are caregivers are dealing with end of life and mm. postpartum depression. Okay. So what type of clients outside, do, like outside of travel, do you work with people that don't travel, but that just yeah, I do, to, I, do, okay. I do non-travel people as well, but it's just that I have a travel-themed practice and that's one of my specialties that is very well needed because people are looking for people for assistance because just because you out in mexico on the beach don't mean you don't have problems that you need to sort out (laughs) road trips give you the flexibility of taking the most control of your itinerary no airline delays or cancellations you can sit in your own germs and move at your own pace whether you're looking for family friendly or something romantic history and heritage, or a foodie's delight, I've got you covered. Choose your trip based on the vibe or the distance you feel like driving. This pack includes DC, Philly, Hartford, Burlington, and Montreal. All destinations are a few hours from New York City, so they're perfect for anyone along the East Coast to tap into. The download also includes a packing list, pre-trip car prep guide, and a playlist of travel and shit road trip content. These itineraries are perfect for travelers who enjoy having a plan with space for spontaneity. Head over to travelandshippodcast.com slash travel resources slash road trip to download your copy and take the stress of planning and packing off the table while you focus on the road. Hello. (laughs) So what does that process look like, right? So I know that traditional therapy, you, you have like your 50 minutes and you talk with your provider. Okay. It's you do like, so pretty much you would, you would, like I said, you go to my website, you, you uh, I have, you go to keep coming and There's a link where you can sign up for a 15 minute consultation. See if this mm-hmm. is a great fit for you. We go over the things that we're going to do, what your needs assessment is. And then we work it from there. We set up a schedule and then you pay me and then we go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not forget that part. Um, <laughs> so, 
I don't think it's a weird question, but because you know what it was? This is where I was coming from. I had seen someone, I want to say it was Ariel Simone. I think she asked, what is your like aftercare for therapy or your therapy aftercare or something like that? She was one of my favorite um, people on Twitter Mm -hmm. to follow. I like recently got back into Twitter. I freaking love Twitter. I can't really fuck mm-hmm. with Instagram anymore. It just doesn't do it for me. Yeah, I, I, it, there is no real, and I'm not interested in Instagram. It just, it's kind of boring to me. At this point, Instagram is just funny videos. Like me and my cousins send each other like your NYC clips, like them shits be hilarious. So I am on Instagram for the jokes, but Twitter is where I actually go and I don't know, see what's going on in the world. You know what I mean? I find curious I topics. Got, I haven't been able to get into the Twitter space. I don't know, maybe I'm doing it wrong. I know people are always on black Twitter all the time. Um, and see, black Twitter isn't even a place. It's a feeling. It's just like they, and everybody comes together and all of a sudden you can't miss it. But it's, yeah. I prefer Twitter for me because mm-hmm. it's more of a voyeur space I don't have to do shit I just show up and I can consume whereas mm-hmm. and there's no I know there's um what do you call it not an analytic um not an analogy what's it called algorithm. thank you thank you I know there's gotta be some kind of algorithm but, but it's a little bit closer to um making sense if but in a weird way, because every once in a while I'll see something from a day ago, another day I'll see something from four hours ago and then something 17 hours ago and then something four minutes ago. So I don't really know what that flow looks like. Feel free to chime in and let me know if someone out there knows, but with Instagram, it shows people I'm like, I didn't even know I was following this person or I haven't seen people that I actually know that the Instagram algorithm is just not it for me. But I still had to say, Ariel Simone is one of my favorite people that I um, very much so enjoy following on Twitter. And she does a lot of um, holistic work. And Mm -hmm. one of the questions that she had asked recently is what is your aftercare for therapy? And a lot of the responses were really great. And one person immediately said um, that she goes to do the homework that the therapist assigned whether that be writing a letter to self, calling your mother, or I don't know, whatever they discussed as something that, you know, she needs to work on. What does that process look like with you? Like, do you give homework? Do you do? Well, I hate to say homework because a lot of my clients don't like that word. So, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but um, it is what it is. Um, What is your follow-up? So what I say is, so when you do your last, pretty much it's like uh, you do a review in your last session. And for me- um, Pause, I'm sorry. Before you get to explaining that, maybe go back to like, what is the framework? So is there a certain amount of time that you go into your coaching with? Or is that something- So I have, so everybody has a different space. So you can can do an eight week session or you can do a 12 week, it can be- 24 a week so it just depends so Mm -hmm. when we come round up into that last session it pretty much is like we go over it together it's so one thing about coaching is we're kind of like uh it's a partnership you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. we're working together it's not me just you telling stuff we're working together on your long-term short-term goals you're we're coming up with things together you know what i'm Mm -hmm. saying Okay. And I'm working around your, your flaws or things that wasn't working. You know what I'm saying? We're working, working it out together. So it's a process teamwork, you know? So the one thing I can okay. say is with me, when it comes to making sure you have a great, great aftercare, because we don't want to just leave you hanging and stuff like that. Right. So throughout this time period, you've already, I've already gave you a whole bunch of tools and things to do. We're just reviewing all the tools that you have, that you're going to use And we're just going to say, have an agreement of what you're going to continue practicing. So it's almost like a review or final session review, like, okay, what is going to happen when this happens, Mm -hmm. you know? And then you know, the person always has the ability to do follow-ups, you know what I'm saying? Okay. A follow-up, follow-up aftercare. So um, I definitely get what she's, she's saying, but for me, we do that in, in our session. Okay. Do you, so that, um, you can, so that you can be prepared 
Um, because the whole thing about about it is, I don't want you to just get better. Whole thing is so that you can get better without me. Right. So, do you provide the type of service where you are accessible to your clients, not like twenty four seven, but like, hey, if you mm-hmm. text me, or okay, so it's within just like your you have like a weekly visit, or is it? Oh, like- yeah. So it just depends. It depends on depends on what your depends on our, on our contract. Either our contract is a once a week check in, once mm-hmm. every two week check in. And I give you times that you can, you know, contact me. I may not be available on a weekend. I'm not a 24-hour accessibility type of person. No, we don't do that. But if you mm-hmm. want me to, you can pay for that. <laughs> okay. So it's completely customizable is what you're saying. This yes. is completely customizable and it's based on individual needs of your client. Yeah. What you yeah. got. So mm-hmm. I assume that that's something that after. You may, you, may need, you may need three months. A person may like, no, I need six months. I need mm-hmm. a weekly check-in. I don't know. I need every two-week check-in. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's very different. And sometimes there may be type of, you know, urgent situations that you may right. need. Like, okay. So one of the things that when you mentioned, um, I can't think of what the actual linchpin one, but it came to mind where you were saying, fuck, what was it exactly that made me think of this? Cause I want to tie the two together. I can't remember what it was. It, it was like 30 seconds ago, but what I think would go in not tandem, not unison, maybe conjunction. One thing that I think would go in um, nicely with your workbook, what would be my mindful traveler course. And I think with a lot of people, the mindful travel, of course, that I have, oh, yeah, that link yeah, will yeah, also yeah, yeah. be yeah. in the um, description box. I worked oh, yeah. with um, seven women, Black women, in mm-hmm. the wellness space to who had and serve as practitioners in a ton of different modalities, whether it be yoga, breath work, um, Reiki, sound healing, nutrition, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, intentional journaling. Um, And I can't remember, there's always the last one that I always forget, but seven different modalities and all the women give a five minute video or an audio that not forces you because you're grown, you're going to do it or you're not, right? right? But it gives you that space to actively work on one thing for yourself. And Mm -hmm. I find that when I start to, I don't want to say panic, but when I find that I am like at my most unsettled, I turn to, let me figure something out I can do for somebody else. I'm one of those people where when I feel like I'm in a really bad mood or if I'm like overly upset, right? Because you could be upset about a million different things. But when I get to the point where now I'm overly upset and it's kind of bleeding into the way I do other things, I tend to mm-hmm. want to do nice things for other people because being nice to other people actually makes me feel fucking good. That being what it is, I realize that I'm totally ignoring what the fuck upset me. I'm totally mm-hmm. ignoring the feelings that came up or whatever was bothering me. And because I'm ignoring that, it never gets fucking resolved. So one thing that I really appreciate about the mindfulness course is that it's kind of forcing you to just take a minute and check in with yourself, right? Do mm-hmm. a five or a 10 minute yoga flow and then work with Jen's journal, figure out what it is that my daily trip is, like my daily trip breakdown, like what is it that I'm doing this morning What did I like Mm -hmm. about the morning? What is a feeling that came up for me during my meditation, during my yoga practice, during Mm -hmm. my journaling? What are things that are coming up for me in either a recurring method or something that just really popped up and just actually tended, not tended, but happened to be a large thing like, oh, so damn, I miss my grandpa. It's been a while since I've talked about my grandpa with anybody and that's on my heart. Or like say it's something, I don't know, with friends. Okay, friend, I didn't really like the way that last conversation went with me. 
I think I really need to address it and not kind of sweep it under the rug. Instead of me mm-hmm. being nice to all these people at my job, it's like, now I feel better because now I'm surrounded by smiling people. So I, for, I can forget that I was pissed because I didn't have mm-hmm. a conversation that I needed to have. You just ignored it. But right. when you kind of force yourself to do something nice for yourself, it gives you that space to kind of take a breath, take a beat, pull it all in, and then from a more calm space, from a more relaxed space and a less anxious space, kind of look into, all right, so now I can use the lined page or the unlined right. page in my <laughs> journal and I can go forward with, all right, let me write this out. Let me Now that I know that I can focus on what's bothering me without being overwhelmed, it'll actually mm-hmm bring me back to that two pages of motherfucking feelings that I'd like to avoid. And I can now work it through. I can put it on paper. And now also once this shit's on paper, you can revisit it. You can look back and see what have I gotten through? Not what I've gotten over, but what have I gotten through? What do I need more work on? Where do I need to place more attention? And that's one of the things that I got to say that I don't do enough of is Mm kind of going back through journals that I've had. Every once in a while, I'll go through like my ideas journal and pick out, okay, this was actually a really good one. Why didn't I do nothing? Going back through certain things that I wrote, because I'd be like, damn, what the fuck was I going through? Okay. (laughs) Every once in a while, I go back to my parents' house and I go back into my bedroom and I'll find that little 12-year-old journal. I'll be like, damn, girl, you was was going through some shit. Like... (laughs) all right or when facebook really- likes to remind you of shit and you see a status that you posted everyone's i'm like which nigga was this who was i stressed over like who was this like, and like, then that it's like really had you that, that person really had you in your feeling like you let that right person, you let that, that person get to you like that like wow like you've grown uh-huh. like And I didn't write it in a journal. So all I have is a Facebook status with no names because passive aggressive. And it's just like, (laughs) I don't even know what I've been. I don't even know what I done got through. You know what I mean? So really happy times. Like I tell people, I love Facebook memories or even journals. Like, dang, it lets you know, like, okay, we need to really get back to that. Mm -hmm. Or like, we really need to get back to that size. Because we was really on it. (laughs) (laughs) So, it no, reminds you like of that. good stuff yeah then, like, the, my last the post reflection after you finish so as you know the it's repeated repeated for seven days because your average person takes like a five to seven day trip right yeah so at the end of your trip i have the final um what do you call it the final page was just the post trip reflection mm-hmm. and i think that's probably one of my favorites um out of the besides the safety plan um, that's what is the most important is just when you start is my safety plan I'm gonna hold you I'll be skipping that part <laughs> <laughs> so but I do like the post trip reflection where post like okay, yeah did you like like bro we went way over budget this trip like mm-hmm. <laughs> but what did you Reel enjoy it about in. it you know what was the most memorable experience your favorite meals restaurants places and um I actually didn't really, uh, the person who was helping me with my journal, they still forgot some stuff. You know how you still be like, okay, you still forgot some, but you just gonna have to just forget it. Um, right. It, we're here thing, already, basically. Yeah. It's, 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 it's like when you don't pack something and you realize, I guess I'll figure out life without it. And then you yeah, turn the page exactly. yeah, and you're exactly. fine. So, one of the things I have wanted to add, which I can tell people, um, in the post-trip reflection, which I which I kind of do every trip is, you know, what are you going to take with you and what are you going to leave behind? Mm. Um, it didn't get put in here because, and I just got tired of redoing a goddamn journal. <laughs> she just ain't going to get it right. So just go ahead, please, because I'm tired. This is like the, the 30th correction. So, yeah, but that's one of my most things. And I think, and that's why I like the whole write it out, scribble it out or whatever, because it's mm-hmm. just like, okay um you know write out your the rest of your post trip like okay what are you gonna leave mm-hmm. here what are you gonna yeah. take with you I like that one you leave. like you know what this just needs to stay here this is the last time we're doing this mm-hmm. we ain't doing this no more and and I think 
when it comes to my trips, that's what I think about all the time. That's a really good one. I never really looked at, I've always looked into more change in the trip. Like mm-hmm. I can't, that's where I do my heavy lifting. And so mm-hmm. thank you for reminding me that it doesn't have to just stay there. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't have, um, it doesn't have to be about the trip. It doesn't have to be about the destination. It doesn't have to be about, you know, the photos, the people you made friends with, you know, it doesn't have to be that while those are all important things. And those are all points of access and, you know, points of reference to the, what are you going to leave behind? What didn't serve you? What's something that you generally did in regular life that you realize? oh, damn, it's really been four days and I haven't spoken to this person or it's been, you know, X amount of time or whatever. And now, oh, this, you know what? I was okay. I really like that. Moving forward, this is what we're doing. Yep. (laughs) You want to keep this momentum going? This is what I leaned into X. This is something I want to do more of. I find that I try new things the most when I'm in new environments and new surroundings. If I go to a new restaurant, I'm more inclined to order something new versus Mm -hmm. if I've been here before, I know what I like. Mm-hmm. I just want to get that because don't give me too many options. And now I'm sitting here. So I find that that is something that I will absolutely add more of to my trips is focusing more on what I'm going to bring with me in my next carry on and what I'm not putting in the carry on anymore. I, I think I'm going right. to do more than that. Yeah. Because travel is so much more than vacation. As I like to remind it y'all every is, fucking episode. It's very, it's, it's very, uh, it can be life changing if you let it without even yeah. being deep, right? Life changing doesn't yeah, have to always be big. Even, it doesn't have to be, you can meet your next best friend on the next trip, your husband, mm-hmm. your, your wife, whatever, your, your next job, next opportunity, next, your yep. next creative idea, million, million dollar idea can be on this next, next trip. Right. Um, you know what I'm saying? You just, if you're willing to open that space. Yeah. Near or far. I've done, I think we did, I don't even know how many, I think it was like seven different road trips in the past year or two that we've done. I don't know. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think we did seven road, road trips. trips. Yeah. Cause he'll drive. That's why. Cause I ain't got to drive no more. <laughs> Yeah, put me in the car, coach. I'm ready. Yeah, we go on a ton of road trips because boyfriend does all the driving. Love you. Um, but we've done seven different road trips, I think maybe 15 different cities. And honestly, it's been just as exhilarating as all of my international trips. And I will say I can attribute a lot of it to the company. I love my partner. I just he's my best friend. We have a shit ton of fun together. I can sit in this car with no fucking radio with this man for nine hours and not hate him. You know what I mean? So there's that one. That is a great relationship where you can just yeah. chill and vibe <laughs> off. I can't package of, that vibe, for y'all. Vibe off of energy. Yeah. But what I will say is we don't have to go far to really experience new stuff. Ohio really is exciting for me. Time. I'm a New York girl and I love going to fucking Ohio. Like I tell people all the time, this trip is just not for international trips, for staycation, yeah, for weekend getaways. Mm-hmm. Um, explore your city like a like a tourist, and you'll yep. you'll find there's so much to do, so much to get into, so much that you that still you know. haven't done. A lot, a lot, a lot of things. Get to know your neighbors, get to know your people, uh, you know, the uh the restaurants, you know, mm-hmm. different I don't know things. about neighbors, but I'll go to a restaurant. <laughs> Not everybody. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's it. But my next journal is actually, uh, just released a couple of days ago because we're going oh. into the, yeah. So I have a whole, so besides the keep calm, bring and carry online, I created keep calm and plant, which pretty taps into my plant therapy. Um, Okay. Plant therapy line situation that I got going on. I'm very much so a plant lover and I do a lot of plant therapy with my clients as well. Um, Plants have helped me significantly and I belong to a whole bunch of different plant groups. So what I decided to do was um, 
infused it to. Okay. So I have uh, two journals. One journal is already out on Amazon. Um, it's called Girl Leaf That Ish Behind. I think you love it. That is so cute. Yeah. So I love that. Like, yeah. So it's, it's out right now. You can get it on Amazon. Girl Leaf That Ish Behind. And by the end of this week, Man Leaf That Ish Behind. Mm-hmm. So um, it's all plant theme, And it's pretty much, it's, a, it's again, it's just similar to this. It's mm-hmm. a, uh, a loosely guided journal to help you master the art of letting go. Okay. I like that. How does it relate to plants? Like, is it like based on how you care for certain, is it based on plant care or is it using mm-hmm. kind of planty themes to? It's, it's kind of using planty themes. Like, okay. So I have a, sorry, I don't have it on me now because I haven't got my copy yet. Um, so it has, uh, like a girl leave that ish behind the, and it's called, it's part of my whole keep calm and plant series. And, uh, as you know, plant, um, plant therapy is really called horticulture, horticulture therapy, I guess you could mm-hmm. say using, um, gardening and planting to, you know, um, release high blood pressure, anxiety, and depression. So, um, we take, it's kind of like plant things. I also have a safety plan in that. I also have, you know, the whole two page list of emotions in it as well. Um, but, um, hold on one second. Oh, what is it doing? Okay. So really cute because I start off with, um, propagating my day, as you know, propagating oh. is about, um, yeah, it's really cute. So you gotta go pick it up, pick it up on Amazon. The first page about is about propagating my day, some affirmations, list the things you're grateful, plant things you're grateful for. Um, we go over like plant ideas um, or people, it goes plants I want to water. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty much ideas and people that you want to water, seeds I will plant, um, your intentions, um, ideas that I will um, repot. So maybe there's some ideas that you had that you kind of put in a parking lot that you want to repot. Because sometimes it's all about, you know, it's, it's, it's the, give you the plant thing, but it's very cute the way I do it. The, you said it's on Amazon? Yes. Yeah, girl leaf that, that ish behind. Ish. That's so you can type I in spelled the, it out. <laughs> yeah. It says I, it says it. So if you can do this, or if you just type in my name, Jensen McKinney, you'll see all my books there. So it's really super cute. Um, I actually do, uh, actually have another interview with a whole plant group. Like it's, and I have, um, besides this journal, I have plant plant greeting cards because we're also getting into the sad season. Yeah. Um, and you know, the seasons change. Um, so uh, this is a great way to assist you going through those, those, those changes and getting into plants i have plant greeting cards i also have some more plant journals i have um it's actually a whole little apothecary shop there we go okay when i put your name and they pop up here it is got it that'll also this is first of all i like the artwork this is gorgeous yeah you'll you'll see that i have other plants so i have plant woman journals too they're coming out they're being released next week as well i have the green goddess your pretty your pretty petty pythos. I just love that. Um, your, your, green, <laughs> your green goddess and your beautiful mighty monstera. So it's Add all it planting. Yes. And then I also have. Um, oh, that sounds quick too. And then the next page, I have your root cause, like what the weeds or issues, pests that are invading your soil. Mm-hmm. So. I felt like that's really deep because a lot of times we have different things that that's invading our, our soil, our lives, your foundation, and it helps you identify that. Yeah. Um, in addition to you, what is stopping you from leaving this ish behind? Uh, can you control the situation? Can you, um, are you in control of the situation? Should you take control of the situation? Yes, no, yeah. maybe so. What can you control? What's hurting you? And I also have a, um, how have you gone? And I also have a write it out, scribble it out. So I like this. Like, thank you. Thank you. I just, I actually like, although I love my travel thing, I really love my plant. <laughs> I'm really into plants. You can see you got plants in the background, but don't mind that little yellow space. My little, my little struggling baby right here. This is like <laughs> the little corner where they go, they go to actively 
try to die. Like they, they don't <laughs> passively die. I feel like this little corner here, which is wild because this room gets so freaking bright. And these aren't even, I need lots of sun. These are supposed to be low light. Low light plants. Yeah, so but I'm they're really being very needy. Plant. I'm really proud of my whole plant theme line. This is like, I love, love plants. And so mm -hmm. and I love the artwork that I've gotten assistance with. Um, so that artwork I did myself, but my my other journals and stuff like that, they're like plain right just write freestyling journals but the artwork yeah. on it you're gonna like love it because it's like yeah it's gorgeous afrocentric Afro plant ladies that are on, mm -hmm. the, on the front of the neck and the greeting cards and i think it's cute to give i love i love greeting cards period <laughs> i'm a greeting card i'm a let's write it some personal inside of a card so shout out to del my bestie she will always hand deliver she always mails me a birthday card and mm -hmm. she is good for and i know i'm trying to think of so ajana hey sis my cousin taron and dell love y'all because they are the three people that come to mind that will send me a card like i know mm -hmm. i still have it someplace i don't know what the fuck i was going through i was stressed over something and AJ sent me a card was like, you got a sis, don't worry about it. And I still, that still means so much to me. I know my cousin Teron, like after, like I would host him like at my house for the weekend or something like that, he'll send me a thank you card in the mail, like little things like that. So I really think that yes, if you I'm a card person, have that space, so. like send somebody a fucking card and buy a card to send someone from a black woman. So hello, yeah, you have the and opportunity. The, the card, you'll see the black plant like features and i'll have like uh five you know you have you'll have choices and i love the colors mm -hmm. so i can't wait for that when are and those gonna be ready they'll be ready in a week oh beautiful do you have a thank mm -hmm. you card line because i had i need like I, that's one of the things that i think that everybody every adult should have on hand is just like a stash of thank you cards just so that you, you know, can just definitely right because my grandmother called my mom um used to which i felt like that is a lost art but if you're old mm -hmm. school it's not um that's why people in the car business still make a lot of money um especially if you like if you're a car people like me because i love front of cards like i will spend eight yeah. to ten dollars on a card because i feel like sometimes the card means sometimes more than a gift you yeah you can hold on to that a lot of times i, I know especially, i hold special cards that is it's really the note the, the the front of the card the artwork in front of the card and then it's the note inside the card and sometimes that means a lot more than the actual gift you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and so but you no know, my grandmother had that's one thing she was really good for if i was like behind on something or trying to grab a card you know how you're trying to grab gift whatever she had a stack of cards and i love how she had it like this is sympathy this is birthday this is i got a draw of them over here yeah congratulations like I love people who are anal like that or very, I won't say anal, but very organized like that. I'm not one of those people, but I can appreciate <laughs> mm -hmm. that when you're trying to get something and you can't get to the store real quick. Right. And this, so I love- Cause you buy a lot of shit on Amazon. I'm not going to, I'm buying, I'm not, first of all, I'm probably not going to go to your baby shower. Second of all, if I go, I'm just going to send the shit from Amazon or I'm just going to get something from your registry <laughs> or whatever. But, you know, you feel a little crazy walking in without anything. You don't want to walk in empty handed. So you, you know, have a card. a card, these graduation gifts. I'm not buying you. I'm going to slide you some money. I'm not getting a and gift because you want the money, card. but I need a card. So it helps to just have a really nice card on hand because, you know, you ain't going to go nowhere to get nothing you know you're already late for the event so you're not going to stop at yeah. Walgreens or CVS to get nothing because that's what that's what I always used to do I was oh first of all I'm not showing up one time second of all I had to stop at CVS first or you but sitting in the car you take out the tissue tag. paper you put it all in it you rip the tag you put everything in the bag in the car parked in front if that doesn't mm -hmm. happen I'm not getting you anything I'm going to sell you I'm going to quick pay you something I'm gonna get you some bread but I'm not doing all that up so it okay. helps to have them yeah. cards in advance. So yeah, okay. definitely send me that link. I'm gonna update I'm that. I'm gonna make sure I add yeah, the link you know, to the cards. So my, my, my lights just went out. 
Oh girl, don't worry about it. So <laughs> where can the people find you? Um, they can find me on Keep Calm, Bring Your Carry On, um, www.keepcombringyourcarryon. They can also find me on Instagram and Facebook. Same thing, okay. Keep Calm, Bring Your Carry On, and then also Keep Calm and Plant. Okay, and that's on all platforms Instagram. as well? Yeah, or just on Plant? So Keep Calm, yeah, Bring Your Carry On, or Keep Calm and Plant on all yes. platforms? Yes. Okay. So Jen... Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank, thank you, my you for dear, for me. joining I'm glad us. You enjoy it, and definitely let me know when you enjoy the plant. I know it's plant season. Yes, oh. well, well, mine is <laughs> trying so hard to die on me, so hard. But I'm gonna find a way to pour more into it, and all the links will obviously be in the description box. It'll be a link mm-hmm. to the episode that um, Jen and I did a few years ago, so you could hear about mm-hmm. her first book. There'll be a link to uh, my mindfulness course. There'll be a link to the journal that I just added to my uh, cart, the girl, leave that ish behind, as well as a link to a discount for Jordan's Jungle. That is one of my favorite nurseries to purchase plants from. They are a business out in Rhode Island. When I tell you, one, they ship quickly, two, they ship healthy ass plants. So when my plants die, it's on me. Ain't got nothing to do with them. <laughs> they die because <laughs> I fuck it up somehow. And that's okay because you get to try again. You know what I mean? Like the same way you can make a mistake in your own life, the same way you can do something, you know, that may not have been the best way to go about it. You get to do things over. God willing, you know, some things you can't. Mm-hmm. But for the things that we can repair, for the things that we do get to do over again, it's like our plants. And that's one of the things that I know that I tapped into a lot over COVID is like letting myself, giving myself the same kind of grace I gave my plants. It's like, okay, so this idea died. Toss it out, buy another one. Right. That's it, not the end of you. You're not all of a sudden a terrible person because a plant died, right? You're not a terrible person because you made a mistake. So thank you for, for reminding us of all these things. Thank you for giving us the space in our workbooks to focus on those things so that we can find that we absolutely hold those characteristics inside and that we just have to order them. So y'all know where to find Jen. We got the links in the description box, tons of resources. Remember to be mindful and we will see y'all next week. Thank Bye you. y'all. Bye.